<laughs> Started with that. <laughs> Welcome back to the Razor Rowdy podcast, guys. You're here with your host, Nikki T, and our guest, Miss Carly Rogers. What's up? <laughs> Carly is up in Pittsburgh. She routed through. I did. We'll I made a special good trip. Good routed dates. Yeah. Yeah. She came strictly to do the podcast, at least in my head. Actually, like that's really the only reason why I wanted to come to Pittsburgh. I was like, well, what is something that could allow me to go to Pittsburgh in order to play kind of wait no i didn't say that right <laughs> basically like what is my excuse for coming up and doing this podcast yeah. making some money that's what i meant to say yeah. yeah and we had a we had a cool show last night it was fun yeah i was basically carly's tm pretty much i'm like i'm like your tm this weekend kind of yeah absolutely yeah yeah definitely practicing quasi exactly helped you load out you keep saying quasi and i don't know what that means quasi means kind of kind of okay yeah. does it really mean kind of or is it one of those like weird asian words that people think like the asian tattoos where they think it says like water but it actually says something different <laughs> i mean listen i'm not that smart but i'm pretty sure that's what that means okay now yeah. i've got it in my head i'm you not 100 percent sure though because you know i am kind of an idiot no. So it's no, quite no. possible. No. I'm like a good idiot, though. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Carly played, uh, what was the place called? Thelma's Nook? Thelma's Nook. That yeah. was a little, nice it's little like, spot. It was cool. You know what I was really happy about was they kept the kids inside. Yeah. And it was just adults out on the patio. Yeah. yeah. I thought that and was intentional, but. People were into the music, too. It, it was cool. It seemed like it. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like they were really into the original stuff, too. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. You never know with a show like that. No, definitely not. And a lot of people were just there to watch football. And at that point, I'm like, okay, so I got to play like all Travis Tritt, George Strait, Jason Aldean. We're good. Yeah. No Miranda Lambert. <laughs> people wanted, uh, they wanted like the, some old shit too, though. Oh, definitely. They kept go asking for some Patsy Cline and, yep. um, just different assortment of music. If you haven't saw Carly's set, she uh she does some fun cheers in the middle of it. Yeah. And she uh she keeps the crowd pretty engaged yeah i try to because well you get when like when it's that long and it becomes like a dj or a stereo in the background like basically those long sets like that they just end up becoming like background noise for a lot of people and i'm like 120 percent aware of it i do it myself whenever i go to listen to live music and um as long as it's not like a concert like if i'm in a bar on broadway like i'm just it becomes background noise for me right so my thing is like, well, what's one way to break up the monotony? And that is to say dirty toasts. Yeah. And you have some good ones. Make dirty jokes about my name and yeah. stuff like that. So. You have some good ones. <laughs> yeah, it works. It, it works out. Yeah, some good stuff. And even, you know, you can say them around the kids because the kids don't really get it if they're little kids. Yeah. But you get like 13-year-old in there. It's kind of like, like uh, <laughs> they're like, that's what she said. <laughs> so... And then we got another show tonight. You're opening up for Frank Vieira up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah. I've been really struggling with that. The yeah, last couple there's days. a lot of letters in there, and they're mostly vowels. Well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was Frank Vieira or Frank Vieira, but I'm really glad I got that straightened out. Yeah, I hope he doesn't Frank's hear this awesome. interview and is like that asshole. Frank's <laughs> kind of like the king of Pittsburgh country around here. I love that. Yeah, he's cool. like the uh, when Carly said she was trying to come through the area. She has some gigs this weekend in Delaware, New Jersey. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I gotta get you in touch with Frank. He's the man. Well, I was supposed to play um, in Delaware last night and tonight, and then they got kind of canceled on me last minute. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously like one of the struggles of booking myself is like oh, yeah. I find out pretty last minute because they just assume. Yeah. And so I uh, found out like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, well, 
who could I text that's kind of in that area? And I think the conversation had gotten brought up, and you're like, well, let me see if I can find somebody. Yeah. And I don't really have any connections for that myself, but, but like, you I have sent some me people. to the king of Pittsburgh country, yeah. which is Frank Vieira. Yeah. 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 Frank's a great dude. Um, he's been on the podcast before. Hell yeah. Um, I think him and I are going to do an Eric Church podcast coming up soon, too. Where what does that entail? Where we just talk about our favorite Eric Church shows and favorite Eric Church songs. I went to one Eric Church song. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> one Eric Church song. <laughs> I went to one Eric Church concert. I'm I'm laying on an air mattress with a really comfy blanket on Feels top of good. me. Like I feel like I'm. It's a bed. red, white, and blue blanket. Like that's part of the rowdy house right here. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> like literally sitting underneath it. It feels fantastic. <laughs> Might as well have a dip in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Put a good dip in. Some snooze, of course. You don't want to. Put a good dip in, no channel. Um. But yeah, I went to one Eric Church concert, and it was actually the first date I ever went on in Nashville. Really? Were you <clears> like was, 18? I was actually technically 17. Okay. I was about to turn 18, and the guy was... <laughs> this is going to sound bad, I'm assuming? No, it's a really funny story. I was on Tinder. Okay. And we're actually still really, really good friends. He's a great doc, great guy. But um, my Tinder profile said 18, but I was 17, because when I made my Facebook, I was like 12, and you had to be 13 or older, yeah. So, and my mom didn't know about it, so my birth date said 1995, it's 96, but I told the guy, I was like, listen, I am 17, I'm about to turn 18, whatever, because he was like 22, 23, but I was like, I, you know, I'm in college, I'm not like a 14-year-old kind of thing, <laughs> so we went to the concert, and it was great, And um, but I wore jail. I wore heels. No, nothing happened. <laughs> no, no, I'm just like I said, we ended up becoming like really good friends, Um, but yeah, no, I wore heels, and he played these boots, and I didn't know. I really wasn't familiar with Eric Church at that point, other wow. than just like the um, the Hadn't Killed Me Yet song, like just yeah. like his hits, because up in Albany, like I'm, that's where our country radio station is from where I'm from, like that's the closest country station. Yeah. And, um, but they only played the hits. I mean, you only hear like the, the A side, one, two, three, four cuts. Top I mean, with stuff. the exception probably now is with Luke Combs. Cause every song he puts out is a number one. Right. But a lot of songs don't go number one. So they don't get on the re- those radio stations up there. Yeah. Makes sense. Which it's funny. I'll like text friends back home and be like, have you heard the song yet? And they're like, actually, yeah, they played it on the radio. I'm like, they would never have played this on the radio when <laughs> I was growing up. Like, how'd you guys hear this already? So they're but expanding. Yeah. I think that's part of the internet's power. They're not just replaying like the same four songs anymore, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, yeah, at least they got like 45 now, you know? Yeah, but 45 <laughs> is a lot more than four. That's it. That's There's probably about true. two girls on there, but you yeah. know, it's fine. <laughs> Maybe three girls. You never know. You they, never know. They might add Ashley McBride. <laughs> you know what? I would love that a whole lot. Me and too. I, don't, I would love it if they added anybody, you know? Yeah. But yeah. They just, uh, there's some good music that got released this week. Um, Laney Wilson dropped her new EP with I, I didn't cannot. I didn't know about it. Was that a secret? I, I you know secret. what? I think she had teased at it because she had okay. posted something. I'd seen her post something about Redneck Hollywood already. I don't know if that was on her personal Facebook or what, but I'm so excited to listen to it. Yeah, I started listening to um I listened to Taylor Swift's whole new album today. I listen to because I'm way behind. Yeah. I'm like I like wait for the dust to settle and then I'm like you know what? It's no longer hipster to check out the new music. I'm gonna go listen <laughs> to the new music now. But um. So yeah, so I listened to Taylor Swift's whole album today and Hardy's whole Hicks tape today. Yep. And um was thoroughly pleased. Yeah. I have not gotten and I listened to Megan Patrick's whole new EP oh, yeah. yesterday that. on the ride love in. Megan. Yeah, Megan's sick. I love her. So I actually texted her. I was like, yo, 
praying right it's a great song yeah thanks for, good for writing that one so. yeah it's uh that one kind of hit home a little bit like it, it's one of those songs like where it could hit you in the feels and uh yeah you well know, i kind of had a similar experience where like i hadn't gone to church in like 10 years i got yeah. in my car accident went back and i was like i don't know how to do this can somebody help me out here like <laughs> i don't know if i'm doing this right i'm pretty sure i said the f word like my first go my, my first conversation back with god you know yeah open that line of conversation back up and but it was like i don't know if i'm doing this right but so it was a great song yeah it's cool so i'm excited to listen to laney's new thing too yeah <laughs> another great female artist that yeah should be on a higher platform than is current but hopefully soon well she's going out on tour with uh lanco i think or something yep. i saw so she's really getting some traction and quickly like she only signed a year ago yep so it's not like she had the development thing going on she she's kind of jumping right in which is sick yeah and she's young so yeah absolutely it's yeah. good to see i'm excited excited well, for her well let's talk about what you're doing and you like you said you're booking yourself independently yeah so true independent artist no pub deal right now no you're pub booking deal. all your own shows yeah well okay so like i don't know like i contact promoters and yeah. then they hire me for their venues so yeah yeah like it's a direct line of communication between me and with the, you the promoter yeah yep. but so, so i don't have somebody else being like oh, hey, I'm going to just go and cold call or I'm going to call out like 10 different people real quick and then here's where you're... Like, they don't tell me where I'm going to end up. I, right. I know where I'm going to end up, right. you know? So yep. I technically think that's still independent because there's no other way to book other places. There's always yeah. somebody, so yeah. Yeah, 100% it is. That's no label. grassroots shit yeah. right there. Yeah, and no label and um, no publishing. I just, I write with CSAC or CSAC pays me my royalties and yeah, which is nice. Yeah. They do a pretty good job at it. Yeah. I mean, you got to be in with one of those to even get like people to write with you almost, right? Well, I think it's more of, um, <clears throat> I don't even think it really adds much notoriety because you can go on BMI or ASCAP and just yeah. kind of sign up. Okay. Um, a lot of people I know, they're like, oh, I'm a BMI writer. And then you realize that you can go and just go to BMI.com and up. you can register all your stuff and you can still sign up. Um, each one's got different benefits, but um but yeah, as a and as a Joe Schmo, I mean, I've looked up people before because you can kind of look up through their like database. To, yeah. In order for me to register my songs, I have to include my co-writer's information. Yep. A lot of times, I don't remember to ask them, so I got to look it up. And um, but I've even clicked on like the wrong names that are like super generic, like a name like Brian Davis. Yeah. And there's like a hundred of them. Yeah. And I have to click through each one and find all of his songs, kind of thing. Like I have yeah. to know which songs are his. But I've looked up guys, and they're like Brian Davis, but they've got stuff in Latin or like operas, and oh yeah, so they've got all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah, all so over yeah, the you place. can literally just sign up yourself with ASCAP and BMI. With CSAC, you have to kind of be like invited in. Okay. Um, but there's less people, which is nice. I can get somebody on the phone. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, it's all pretty much the same. It's all for tens of pennies for. <laughs> the streaming dollars. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a weird world. Um specifically if you're not on a label because the labels get a big chunk of those streaming dollars but yeah it's which, a little bit different for uh and the distribution stuff yes yeah, yeah. so which is nice because i get all my own distribution too yeah um actually that's the only reason why i pulled my laptop out was because i had some stuff i had to go and register and Figure stuff out. like that csac is cool though because they um like i don't have any like major streaming revenue mm. coming in right. um so my live performances are where I get my streaming revenue because I play 
yeah over 150 200 shows a year right so i log in all of those live performances and i put my entire catalog because i always play my original music during my shows right and um that's how i get my streaming revenue Ah. my quote-unquote streaming revenue because i don't have that much streaming like i'm not playlisted or anything so yeah yeah comes with it it's uh and and like everything you've released you've released independently you've done with a producer yeah and uh kind of released one track at a time yeah well that's just because of budgeting yeah i'm not good at budgeting so i mean nobody is (laughs) and i'm also really impatient so it's not like i want to sit on like four songs it took me a year to record then put out a fifth but then i don't like the other three like three out of the seven songs i've got out right now i don't even listen to like i don't even (laughs) hardly even play them anymore so i just it's one of those things i'm like uh i could just do what i want to do in the moment that i want to do it and yeah so yeah and I think part of it, too, is, like, you have the freedom to do that, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? You can release whatever you want, however you want it. You could freaking record it at your house yeah. and put it out if you really wanted to, if that's yeah. how you want to do it. I know? know people who started off recording on um, Xbox, Live, Xbox Live mics. That's crazy. They just, and they were, ter- I mean, you can tell. Yeah. But yeah. They, at least they had music out on SoundCloud. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's people that are, like low budget that are getting some notoriety now that like Zach Bryan that's kind of been blowing up yeah. in social media. He kind of did his own thing. And, well, there's uh, a wave of that coming through though with Childers and yeah. Cody Jenks and Sergio yep. and all those guys just putting out the like acoustic, maybe double acoustic, a hone vocal, no autotune thing, but there's a wave of that kind of music coming back. It's like a pendulum. Yep. So Always kind of started there with Waylon and Willie, and it made its way through for a little bit, and it swung all the way up Florida Georgia line, and now it's kind of <laughs> coming back. So, yeah, it's uh, I think there's always, always in music, and there's, I think the the swings are wider and wider each stroke. You yeah. know what I mean? And sometimes they're not, but sometimes they are. And it's there's so many different sh- subgenres of what they call country music, right? Well, yeah, I mean that's the parabolic like function of what's going on with yep. music and stuff is the more music that you see released because anybody can release music now, like, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. But also, anybody can release music now. Yeah. And so yeah. um. We get a lot of uh stuff sent to us. Yeah, there's I'm sure. I yeah. mean, I can only imagine how much um filtering i guess is the right word that you have to kind of go through and not because any of it's bad but i mean you're not going to probably write up a hip-hop track no and we're and we're looking for specific things you know what i mean we're looking for stuff that sets itself above and in my head like when i'm listening to a track that someone sends me it has to be radio quality yeah right so like it can't be like unless there's something crazy to it or it's someone's voice is just ridiculous like zach bryan yeah yeah like for example like something like that but in the majority of the stuff that if i'm listening to it i have to it has to be it doesn't have to be done in a studio but it has to be studio quality material yeah so like in my head you could record with a guitar and two microphones and it could sound studio quality material well everything everything we've put out like between uh cole phillips and thomas toner and jesse triplett i mean all six of the songs that i've done with all those fellas um we're all in home studios like yeah. literally just what we're sitting in right now with like a blanket over or in a closet like cole yeah. phillips had me record love last night in his closet that's crazy and it was so quiet and it was so like i don't know it was just like i felt so secluded you know <laughs> it wasn't in a booth like none of it was really in a booth and yeah. jesse's jesse didn't even have his microphone set apart from his computer you know what i mean so like yeah. but that's i mean and jesse didn't need you and that's i mean 
it's all quality stuff. Same thing with Thomas. Thomas had his own little booth, but it was still in a warehouse, you know? So yeah. it wasn't like anything like special. Right. Yeah, it wasn't know? like what you think about or what people show when they think about how they're doing it. It was an ocean way. But yeah. it, I think it sounds just as great. Yeah. Like none of it sounds like it was recorded in a warehouse or in somebody's closet. You right. Know, which if people is, know what they're doing, exactly. they can do it the right way wherever they are. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and I think that's the cool thing about where the industry's at. It's kind of like the underground country music scene right like yeah you can indie you can indie right without any pub deals you can you know get with people that you're or you could write by yourself and then you can freaking get it produced by someone that is very talented and then put it out all yeah. by yourself you and know you can I mean? also collect royalties from that music Absolutely. that you independently wrote with independent writers that you recorded independently with an independent producer and then just to come back full circle Log yourself in to BMI or ASCAP or call CSAC and try to get, you know, basically try to get signed by or set up with them, signed yep. or set up. Um, and then you get paid for all that independence. Yeah, it's crazy. Independent women. No, just <laughs> Let's get feminist real quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I just think it's, it's pretty neat to, like I said, that because if you think about it, if you think about like 25 years ago, all the songs weren't getting heard. You only heard the stuff that hit records that and that made it to a record store. Yeah. You know, like literally 25 years ago, the entire game was changed. Yeah. You know, and it's it's good and it's bad because the, those people that were getting records sold or getting spins we're on their records, yeah, we're making a bunch of money. But yeah. now you have the ability to, if you're producing good quality stuff and you're working your butt off and you've got the right people in your corner to be able to get quality material out at a reasonable price yeah and then make money you know doing what you're doing like working your butt off touring freaking heading on the road driving 10 hours to pittsburgh in the middle of the night yeah (laughs) yeah um but i just i think that's so beautiful i think that that's it's such an incredible accomplishment for everybody as a because the ability to put out more music and the ability for a listener to to receive more music allows for like just the different variants and 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 the different subgenres that come out of it you know what i mean i mean look at the stuff that like i've been able to produce just because of the fact that now country hip-hop is is now a thing yeah like when was country hip-hop ever a thought before bubba sparks yeah yeah it was like and that's like again that's another subgenre and You've actually had some big success with that, with your song with Brian. Yeah, actually, and he uh, he let me know that we've got another one actually coming out on this next album. So he's dropping nice. another album, and then at the end of the year, he's dropping a country album. Nice. So we got another one on there. So we're talking about Ryan like everyone maybe knows who we're talking about, but well, let's Ryan talk Nelson. about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Nelson. Actually, Ryan Nelson and I wrote a really awesome call, uh, wrote an awesome song called uh, Wish I Didn't, and it's very like Justin Bieber, like... It's a pop. It's like a poppy yeah, song. Yeah, it's super pop. Like, That's but cool. He, the way he plays it, I'll show you the work tape after, but the way he plays it is sick too, and he sounds great on it. So if we could just yeah. give him a beat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ryan's got it, you know. But the Ryan that we were talking about is Ryan Upchurch. Yeah. Who Carly's good friends with. Yeah. Yeah. How did you guys meet, like, originally? Uh, So Taylor Phillips um, is another good buddy of mine, and he mm-hmm. kind of introduced us at his birthday party. He was like, Upchurch is looking for a new singer, like, girl, a female singer to work with. Yeah. Um, you know, and at that point too, I was 19, I was working really hard. Um, 
and long story short, the way Taylor introduced me was like, listen, like this girl's not going to try to like sleep with you. Like, <laughs> she doesn't really know who you are. Either, yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, if you got like, she's, but she's great. She writes her own music. She sings like whatever. And <clears throat> so Ryan was like, all right, cool. We'll come to the studio. And at that point I was like, I just know this guy from comedy skits on YouTube. You yeah. Know? So yeah. I didn't even know that he was making music. So I was like, and this was also, again, he's only been really making music for four years now. Right. This was three, almost four years ago. So right. I was like, okay, cool. So we go to the studio, and I thought it was supposed to be some, like, comedy bit, whatever. And then it ended up, we ended up writing uh, Step On It, which is the next one that's coming out first. The next day, we got back in and did Cowboy, which was my first, like, technical number one song. It yeah. was on a number one album. Yeah. It was sweet. And, um, and then we got Smiling with Demon Jones. Which Demon's actually putting on another song of mine too, which is really? cool. And I don't know how I got in this world of country hip hop, but you know, <laughs> here we are. That's kind of how stuff works out, though, isn't it? Well, it's just like I just think it's so much fun because, like, I grew up listening to a lot of hip hop music yeah. just from playing like basketball in New York City and in Boston. So, like, yep. listen to a lot of hip hop music coming up. Get Rich or Die Trying was like my favorite movie yeah. when I was twelve. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, I was um, a lot older than twelve then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that movie came out probably in like two thousand four. Yeah, you know, so yeah, by the time I, I got my hands on yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's I mean it's been really cool, and I think as an independent artist, you know, it like record label artists, they have to do exactly what the label tells them. Yeah, like, even if they tell you like don't communicate with this person. Yeah, you know, and I know that Ryan has had a lot of friends who signed with the label who are now no longer allowed to even communicate with him. That's crazy. So, like, for me, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm kind of toying the line, toying yeah. the black ball line here, but it's fine. <laughs> like, here we are. <laughs> well, I think... But creatively, I'm having so much fun with it because yeah, I get to write rap music. And, like, when did I think from a, a 22-year-old white girl from Vermont, when did I think I was ever going to get to write rap music? But I'm getting to. Yeah. And not even <laughs> just, like, the the trucks and the beer and all that. It ends up being the, like, the legitimate, like, life stuff, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. And I mean, that's what your, your regular songwriting is. So it's just a different, yeah, different t- beat and different, you know, structure to the song and, and all that. Yep, yeah. Everything. I actually can spit some sick bars. Yeah. I, uh, she, you did that last night while you were playing. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I've I never seen you before. I a froggy last night. Well, that lady tried to rap battle me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took a 20 minute break and this lady started rap battling me. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. So I was like, all right, I see you. I got you. I got you back. Well, wait, wait for it. Here we go. There's yeah. actually another. Well, I did like one little rap medley last night, but I actually do another one where I mix Leonard Skinner, uh, Tupac, Will Smith, Fifty Cent, Eminem, Kid Rock, and uh, somebody else. I do a, a bunch of different rap songs, like all in one, just to the beat of Sweet Home Alabama. This <laughs> is so much fun. That's funny as heck. It's uh, it's cool to see like your if you don't follow Carly on social media. First of all, tell them where they can follow you. At Rogers Carly on Instagram, um, and that's Rogers with no D because I'm a lady. <laughs> uh, Facebook Carly Rogers Music, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music. So it's cool to Tender see. Bumble Farmers Only Christian Mingle Black People Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the just the good ones. Yeah, it's cool to see you go on social media too, and seeing like watch watching you like get out of school and start like growing and really getting more and more dates, and then doing yeah. fun shit like going to Talladega. And well, what's been crazy has been there. There's been such a um, increase in my followers, just especially on Instagram, and that's because Upchurch has shouted me out a couple times and. 
you know, and I, I'm fortunate for that. Um, it introduces me to a whole new audience of like my my music that I yeah. like to write, and, right. and not that I don't like to write the country rap stuff, but that's not my genre. Right. That's not where I identify. So, yeah. um, it's been really awesome, and also the people that did have me three years ago when I only had a thousand, fifteen hundred followers, they're like, "Oh, sorry, Willie's having a dream, and it made me happy." <laughs> <laughs> He's still dreaming. Willie. You might start barking here in a second. Tell him where to follow Willie on Instagram. At Willie Road Dog. Willie like the Nelson. Willie came in. He's hanging out with us. He had a sleepover at the, the rowdy estate here. Yes, he did. <laughs> we took some photos, too. We took He's some photos in the boy. driveway. Nick's got quite the, quite the crash pad over here. We turned it into a frat house. It's basically a hostel. Yeah. yeah. Like people crash here all the time. But, yeah. Um, when, you, when you leave, other people are coming. Oh, sweet. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect timing. <laughs> no, but there's a... There's it's really cool to have the messages of like, yo, like I just love being on this roller coaster ride of like your life with you, you know? Yeah. And I'm releasing some like pretty heavy content coming up. So I'm excited to like, I'm not excited to like tell everybody about it, but I'm excited to like be able to sh- finally share like some of the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes that nobody's yeah. really known about and talked about or that I've really talked about. Um, so it's really cool. Yeah. And it, it kind of gives the other side of you as an artist, right? And it lets you kind of get people to, kind of see a little bit more of who you are well yeah because like so when i came out with two different places um it was excuse cowboy and smiling which are all really upbeat happy songs right and like not that i had a huge fan base or whatever but the reactions were like oh these are cute like these are fun these are cool like these are badass whatever and then two different places came out and people were like whoa you know, this song is kind of heavy. Like, I really, you know, relate to this or whatever. And um, and I haven't really put... Need You kind of had the same effect. Like, Dude, yeah, need this you. is getting deeper and deeper, right? Yeah. So, um, the next one I think is going to be pretty deep. It's going to be... I'm, I'm releasing a project, hopefully by Christmas. Um, but if not, then definitely by, like, late January. But I'm going to have a whole project called The Blue Tape. Okay. And it's a lot of slower more emotional kind of songs just because i haven't gotten to do that yet i had to say something slick and love last night and all that and like that's all great i love that music too but um i just feel like as an artist at some point i kind of have to be a little bit more vulnerable and i think this is kind of the right time for me i'm about to turn 23 yeah and um been through a lot of shit dude so like living just want to put out some blue stuff for a little bit i'm calling (laughs) it the blue tape like a mixtape but it's blue because it's all sad yeah and i think honestly like um I think your last release is probably my favorite. I love and that. Yeah. That's a two-man project, too, which, like, just to kind of emphasize your point about earlier, like, that's a two-person project. Yeah. Jesse did all of the instrumentation, all of the mixing, all of the mastering, all the producing, and I wrote it and sang it, you know, yeah. and I didn't have any co-writers on it. So that makes me really happy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I sent that to a couple friends. I'm like, yeah, this is, like, again, it's, like, a different – carly yeah. than than what you'd seen before and i'm like check this out so yeah. it's cool to see that that makes me happy thank you yeah absolutely that's a that's a really personal song i feel like it's really accurate about the different people in, in nashville and how um just the reactions of and and it's waves you know like yeah, when everything kind of popped off with up church it was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then it was like six months later nobody gave a shit which is fine yeah. you know which is cool but and at the same time it was like oh, hey, like, I don't really need you for anything anymore. So, like, I don't need you for your social media promotion or anything anymore. So, like, I'm just going to give you the one-arm side hug kind of thing and pretend like I really don't care enough to talk to you. Yeah, and, I mean, that's kind of the world, right? It's all about what have you done for me lately, 
right? Like everyone's like that. That's or not, what can you do for me right exactly. now? Exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Absolutely. And, not even about what you've done. Yeah. It's just the, and but I'm sure I'm guilty of it. Like I'm not Everybody trying to say that I sound bit. like a hypocrite, of yeah. course. But um, I try really hard to, to continue to like have purpose. Like, you know what I mean? Like have people that have constant purpose. Yep. And I think that's as you as you get that and as you see it in your life you'll start surrounding yourself with the people that are there for you all the time oh definitely right and you know those people already oh yeah and you'll find more oh yeah you know and you'll find people that you thought were that and aren't yeah you'll find people that change and are that then you know what i mean one of the songs that we're gonna put on the blue tape actually it's called can't love you and i wrote it with matt Wynn and katie columbia and it's literally just about like it you can kind of take it depending on where you um sit on this on the fence or whatever but like It could be about a relationship or friends, but for me, it was about a friend that was like, you know, seasons come and go, but people change. And like, this person was just a seasonal person. I thought she was going to be my best friend forever and she wasn't. Yeah. And, um, and it's like, I can't hate you, but I can't love you anymore. You know? And just that, that part of like, some people are just seasonal. Yeah. Some people aren't meant to be in your life forever. So. And I think there's power in figuring that out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like emotionally. Absolutely. Because it was, I mean, there's, it, in the great words of Miss Allie Colleen, nothing breaks your heart like a best friend. Yeah. And that's one of her songs, I think, that's coming out on her new mixtape. Just giving Allie some free promo here. Yeah. But, um, her mixtape EP, whatever. She needs it. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's uh, awesome. She's great. I hope you guys can get her on, on an interview. Yeah. I can probably set that up. We just gotta, you just guys just come up here and tour together and just crash here. Well, you know, <laughs> Allie's got a couple more dates booked than I do, so yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I caught her for the Georgia thing. I asked her like six months out, which was sick. But yeah. um, but yeah, she uh, she's fantastic. She's got a new single out, and yep, great voice. Yeah, she and great person, dude. Yeah. She's a hard worker. Um, we went to school together. We went to college together, and then. It was funny. The person that introduced us was like, Allie, like I just met this girl named Carly and she's kind of like you. She's like really mean and like kind of intimidating, but like she's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> she's actually really funny and really nice, but she kind of seems like mean and intimidating, but she's really <laughs> nice. And so it's uh like when people talk about girls, sometimes if they have a strong personality, that's kind of what they say about them. Right. Well, I think sometimes. me and Allie just like the where she, where she was kind of talking about was the fact that like. Most people aren't just going to, like, walk up to either one of us and just be like, hey, like, you want to be friends? Like, yeah. it's, it's going to be like a, just, we're minding our own business. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, you know, bother me. But, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's neat, too, to see you and see the full interaction. Because I've seen you in rounds and stuff before, but I've never got, like, the full gig, like, last yeah. night. So, it was cool to see, dude, so many people interested in the music telling you to play originals yeah you know well the other part about it too is like i get bored after an oh, hour yeah. and a half you know what i mean yeah. like i'm and also too this year i've been playing a lot of shorter shows i've been doing a lot more openers yeah so i've only been playing like 30 45 minute sets so i kind of have to revert back to oh my god three hour set here we go yeah you what, know so i get bored what so do I'm i like, got yeah what can i talk about for a second <laughs> oh i can talk about the fact that i'm a scumbag and <laughs> need more whiskey or something you know like just something yeah. And usually, if I laugh at myself, it turns into a comedy bit. Like, yeah, I'm making jokes by myself. People laugh. They get back and interested. And oh yeah, and I think the I think the girls laugh at. They laugh about it, and the guys laugh at. They're like, "That's a that's a bad bitch right there." Yeah. You know? Well, and that's the other part too. Is like winning the guys in the room over is 95 percent of the battle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also because of the fact that usually there's 95 percent of the room is guys. Yeah. So like, winning guys over it's really hard when you're playing like 
White Liar by Miranda Lambert and Redneck Woman and yeah. like stuff like that. So what's the easiest way to get guys to pay attention is play rock and roll and classic country and yep. tell dirty jokes about whiskey and my last name. When Yeah, uh, I think it was cool when you were playing Keith Whitley and people were like, what? She knows Keith. Whit- How old is this girl? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's kind of cool to see that too. You yeah, know? I played that, I think, like fourth or fifth song in and people people paid attention but they were like oh okay yeah yeah this isn't just like top 40 stuff that's on right now she's exactly and and a lot of people too up here they don't know the rednecker by hardy and and stuff like that or the whiskey glasses even or some of the luke Combs songs like somebody requested beautiful crazy they're like this brand new song beautiful crazy i'm like yeah brand new (laughs) 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 so well dude i know we got to get rolling to the show so i'm gonna let carly go I'm going to let I'm her really keep her voice. I'm just about to eat this microphone, that's all. I'm just hungry. <laughs> it's a great microphone. It is. Brand new microphone. I'm coming trying up. not to dent it. Just, you want to dent it, though. I do. I want, Don't okay, do it, but though. that's my, like, I'm very self-aware, and I know I'm very petty, <laughs> and I'm very, um... I don't really know what word I'm trying to use here, but like I'm very like I want you to remember that I was here. <laughs> and if there's a little scratch on this like <laughs> matte paint on this microphone, I just feel like you'll always be like, oh, Carly was here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just me. That's it. It's like a good hole in the wall, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's such thing as a good hole in the wall. <laughs> Maybe well, in college there was. You know what's crazy? We have a hole in our garage wall um, up in the... <clears throat> like upstairs of our garage and it yeah. was from um my brother's friend owen teasing my brother's friend jason and jason took a shoe and threw it in the wall oh no but owen passed away my uh, parents haven't been able to like fill it in yet that's crazy yeah so it's weird the things that keep you sentimental yeah you know? that's a good memory my parents were pissed and now they're like oh, yeah owen that's why'd crazy. you have to put that hole in the wall yeah <laughs> so well, guys, if you haven't downloaded Carly's music, make sure you're doing that. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Give me that tenth of a penny yeah. each time you play it, and yeah. that's your little reward. One-tenth of a tenth of a penny. It, it was like three. Maybe. Yeah, 17s. divide that by seven. Yeah. And then <laughs> then divide that by three, and yeah. that's how much you get. You know, every time I get 500,000 streams on Spotify, I get $30, and that's yeah. a true – that's a CSAC statistic. Statistic. That yeah. That's enough for, like, two Domino's pizzas. Actually, like literally, with a tip right on the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they're on it's like twelve thirty four, I rather the nearest dollar, throw in two, and we're good. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> Every time. Oh man. I think I finally got out of my sleepy voice. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> right before we did this, you're Nick and finally I finally back. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I finally have my voice. So this whole podcast is gonna sound like me like this, and then all of a sudden at the end, my voice comes in. I think you have three voices in general life. Yeah. I do. I think you have three. Yeah, sometimes it's, when I get really mad, it's like two at once. It's funny too, like people talk about like guys that have like a rasp in their voice, and I'm like, Carly has a rasp. I yeah. think that's why I like it so much because it's so different. Yeah, than, well, that's, like other people. I used to sing opera music that's when I was a kid, so like I haven't always had this. This is from playing at Tootsie's. <laughs> I hate too Tootsies. many hours at Tootsie's. Yeah, if you ever go to Nashville, don't go to Tootsie's. <laughs> go listen to music. Go tip the band. Don't buy any beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a call from John Taylor later and be like, <laughs> he's going to listen to this Razor Audi interview and be like, Carly. I don't think John Taylor, I don't think we're on his radar. I don't, you know, I'm not even on his radar <laughs> yeah. anymore. So. Sometimes I prank call him when I get really drunk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't do that, but I fantasize about Maybe. it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Like I said, make sure you follow Carly. Tell them again where they can follow you. Yeah, at Rogers Carly on Instagram, Carly Rogers Music on Facebook. 
Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. Um, if you have an Alexa, you can be like, Alexa, play Carly Rogers. And she'll say, shuffling Carly Rogers music. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, Bumble, Tinder, eHarmony, <laughs> Farmers Only, Christian Mingle, Black People Meet, J-Date. There's one for flight attendants. Yeah. Don't know why they let me on there. Yeah. <laughs> they let me on Black People Meet, though, too, so I don't know. You're good. <laughs> I don't know what's up with the, the process there. But, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, you can find me on online, Google. On the, the website doesn't work right now. Yeah, so. that's too much work. Shout out to Squarespace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's not up and running right now, but yeah. <laughs> well, guys, like I said, if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you uh, subscribe and follow us on social media too. I think we're going to have Carly do some like NASCAR stuff for us also this Next summer. Next month. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to do some Talladega takeover. Yeah. Yeah. It might be like a recap. Like, It'll be like a recap when you get good service because there's no internet there. Yeah, and all day, like a Sunday, Monday morning, like recap on your way to work. Yeah. You can n- just like click through. Nothing past rated R. Just no rated X stuff, just rated R. So no booby cube? No, just rated R. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, Talladega will, be a, Talladega will be a good time. Yeah. We're there with Monster. So, um. Heck yeah. So yeah, hopefully we can get some good content. Yeah. I'm going to use that as my excuse to take Make a selfie sure no with Jeff Gordon. Yeah, be like Jeff, Jeff Gordon. I, I gotta get it for the Rays Rowdy Baby. <laughs> Sorry, need, bud. Come you on. need the followers too. Come on, we all know it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, guys, like I said, uh, we appreciate you listening. Listen to me and Carly just BS. Yeah. We've become pretty solid friends. We've been buddies. Yeah. We used to just kind of be like homies. Now we're buddies. Yeah. This this is cemented our friendship right here. The Pittsburgh trip. Stone. You know, we could really cement it with like a little scratch a or nick on, on that. this. Yeah. A little nick. <laughs> just a little just nick. Just call it a little nick. Put a little <laughs> face on it. Just a little. Well, if I figured out, I probably would have done it by now. We're going to play an intro and outro of one of your songs to, yeah. to set in the podcast. I love that. So that's that's what's going to be happening like right now. Right now. Which one is it? I mean, you're going to tell me. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon, and I'm sure we're gonna have you back on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. It'll be a thing. Love you guys. God bless you. You go out on the town, see your friends hanging out, but it's different. Every time saying hi and goodbye, if they don't need something. No, it's never the same, but it is in a way you can feel it. The look in their eyes when you ain't worth the time you can see